No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it wrong. Podcast can take mature content. The few simple expressed by the host are not those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the number one wrestling podcast on Porn of the Smack and Raw podcast, where Mommy Burns is never, ever, ever something you want to hear, regardless of context. I am your host, the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter, and I am here with my co-hosts this evening. Uh, first and foremost, she is the shaman of Sheely, host of the Sheely Showcase, inside the mind of In the Crowd, and the most hardest working woman in podcasting today, host of Storytime with Miss Katie Kinsey. Bay, bay! Bay, bay! What up? We missed you, And man. I know you missed... I, uh, yeah, because you didn't get a fucking intro last week. I know. The disrespect, this, I am shown. This is all like, I can't do intros, so you're just Katie. Hi! And no, I, like, wow, I introduced... Dude. No, if you recall... I introduced us as the collective porn hoppies holding down the fort. <clears throat> well, unfortunately, I can't do that this week, ladies and gentlemen, because this is the final episode of the Smack and Raw podcast, and Vince showed up, which means that they are still tied, and Vince has the tiebreaker. Therefore, introducing the Sultan of Spitter Swallow, the porn hub poppy, Daddy Delgado, my friend Vince. I won. Howdy, y'all. How's it going? It's good to be here. <laughs> you know, I, I told Vince this earlier, and I told Katie this. Part of me thought with Vince going to SmackDown that maybe he was going to, you know, do like a nice Christmas thing and be like, hey, you know what, Katie? I'm going to take tonight off. I'm going to give you the win, blah, 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 blah. And Vince is like, <laughs> uh yeah wishful thinking and he's here he said fuck it he's taking that title so look the title meant a great deal to me ever since the moment where i was doing the podcast from work holding a baseball bat and i got kicked out of the chat real quick for like a minute or so as katie announced that she was the pornhub poppy now ever since then it was a constant tugging struggle tugging war yeah right tug of war between the title between me and Katie, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm here on the other side. On the, I'm doing a victory lap. I'll do another victory lap. Um, Allison wants a recount. Allison wants a recount. Uh, <clears throat> here, I'll I'll do this for Jesus. The reigning, defending, undisputed, Pornhub Poppy, Vince Delgado. Ah, uh, that just that just has a certain ring to it. Uh, and to commemorate the whole thing, I'm gonna try to like work on my the the last poppy like uh, t-shirt. So I'm gonna try to work on the t-shirt design. So how about to commemorate it, you just make sure you show up as much next year as you did this year. That'd be awesome. I'm like, gonna without without three months off title. consecutively. Yeah. 
I'm going to take three months off consecutively. Uh, no, Allison, I didn't cheat. Go ahead and recount every episode like I did. I, I went ahead and, and did it. All right. but <clears throat> So while we're here, uh, Katie, do you have anything you want to say in concession to uh, losing the title porn of Poppy? You've been awfully quiet before I you know plug Creation World. Mm. Um, let me just start by saying this. The only reason I started this was so Vince would actually show the fuck up to work. Let's just put that out there. Sure. And lo and behold, look what happened. Vince showed up an entire year. So you're welcome. Uh, and I would Thank just you. like to say that I busted my ass and was always here. So he won by half a point, mind you. And I was on the bench for a month. See, you can't, I can't, I don't want to like, like we'll, we'll, we'll touch upon this real quick and then, and then we'll, uh, and then we'll like go elsewhere with it. I don't want to ever want to hear the whole, I was benched for a whole month because I was, no, I don't, I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. That's a technicality. You want to, you, you want to discredit my victory because the original stipulation was when Vince doesn't show up, Katie shows up. If, if Vince, it, we had a talk, and I have video proof. I can bring in that the next next time we come in next year. Uh, the real poppies are the friends we made along the way. Shout out to Apron Bump. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the friends we made along the way, one of the first friends I made along the way was Travis, who has created Creation World, which is the banner under which the Smackin' Raw podcast exists. And uh, along with Smackin' Raw and getting off, uh, you guys can find Creation Comics. Uh, creation conversation if ever comes back maybe uh if you're into house of the dragon you can go check out hashtag them dragons uh we recapped the first season of house of the dragon all of these things are under the creation world banner you can find them at creationworld.com on twitter and instagram at it's creation world i-t-s-c-r-e-a-t-i-a world also facebook.com slash creation world all these places you can find everything under the creation world banner including here on twitch and on YouTube at twitch.tv slash creation world and youtube.com slash creation world. So please go check all that out. Give them a follow. Uh, go like and check out those other videos and show us a little bit of support. You know, Linktree slash creation world to get you everything, including, you know, t shirts and Patreon. We got a bunch of cool stuff going on over there as well. So please do that. Also, if you enjoyed the intro to this video, please go check out at heel tactics underscore. Uh, Jayland's hooked up. All of ours, friends, podcasts, this podcast, everything that we do makes great music. So please go hit him up and let him hook you up with something fantastic. Um, <clears throat> Vince, you did get show and got to talk about Mandy Rose. Katie, you did your show and got to talk about Mandy Rose. Matt Ritter didn't get to talk about Mandy Rose, and I'm in a fucking mood about it. So uh, just sit back, relax, and enjoy. Uh, first and foremost, to everyone in the IWC, you guys are all fucking idiots. You really are. Listen, you know if you listen to the Smack and Raw podcast that I am a Mandy Rose fan. 100%. No doubt about it. I have backed this woman, her title run, everything she has done from the get-go. Also, here at the Smack and Raw podcast, huge allies, huge supporters of sex work. 100%. I have personally subscribed to plenty of OnlyFans, um, and supported these women in their efforts. Now, why are you guys idiots? Because you need to look at this logically. And that's not what you're doing. You can't sit here and say, oh, well, 
WWE capitalized on Mandy Rose's sex appeal, so it's fucked up that they fired her because there are parameters under which WWE was able to capitalize on her sex work and the things that she is doing over on her fan time page, which is not an OnlyFans page, but it's very similar, are outside of those parameters. When they became aware of what she was doing, they gave her the option to then either no longer do that and stay with the company or to continue to do that and no longer be with the company. And she made a choice. Now, I've, I've sat here and I've watched everyone. Oh, well, you know, Shawn Michaels was in Playgirl and uh, these wrestlers did. That was 20 fucking years ago. And you cannot look at what WWE, WWE did 20 fucking years ago and compare it to today. 20 years ago, Eminem was rapping about homosexuality in vulgar terms. And we were all singing along. Now, we can't do that because we know it's wrong and it's fucked up. Things change. They are a different company. They went PG. They have sponsorships and partnerships with places like Mattel and things like that. Also, she fully knew going in to doing this fan time page that what she was doing could get her in trouble and continued to do so and was okay with that, was willing to take that risk. You have to look at things logically. You can't compare things to 20 years ago. You can't say, oh, well, they did this and oh, they did that. Blah, 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 blah. Mandy made a choice. And if you are a Mandy Rose fan, which I'm going to call bullshit because 90% of you have been shitting on Mandy Rose in NXT, shitting on Toxic Attraction, shitting on her entire title run because I've been reading it and I've been watching it. And you guys can all suck my dick because I was supporting her with these two here for months, if not the last year plus during this entire title run well everyone was like oh she's a terrible wrestler oh she sucks oh blah, blah blah now you're like oh i wanted to see her on the main run no you didn't you didn't you just do now because you want to have a fucking thing to fight about or argue about or want to make wwe the bad person in this it sucks that she lost her job it absolutely does and if you are a fan of her then go support her doing what she's doing now and go subscribe to her fan time page and support sex work we support sex work you should support sex work if you're really a fan of her however the whole, oh, she was doing it for a while and they knew about it. They knew that she had the page. I don't think that they knew to the severity of what was going on with the page. Uh, she was using the name Mandy Rose, sax.com, but still Mandy Rose, and offering dick ratings as well as nudity. And that was the thing that like everyone's like, oh, well, so she showed a little nipple and they were comparing it to like wrestlers who got their sex tapes leaked. This is not the same thing. Creating content to be distributed for a price and having someone leak that is not the same thing as having personal pictures and videos of yourself hacked, stolen, and released that were never meant to see the light of day for anyone but you and your significant other. Completely different invasion of privacy. Still fucked up. I'm not going to give the guy any fucking clout by saying his name, but to the person who leaked him, still fucked up and fuck you for doing it. However, it's not the same thing. You can't be like, oh, well, Paige got to keep her job or Charlotte got to keep her job or Caitlin or all of these women who have had their personal privacy invaded. It's not the same situation as what happened with Mandy. Fucked up, but not the same situation. You people don't look at things and handle things logically. If she could have done this stuff if WWE was okay with it, if they were still doing the Playboy stuff that they were doing, then it wouldn't be a problem and she wouldn't be fired. She got fired because she chose to no longer do wrestling and 
to make the money that she's making off sex work. And if she's making more money off sex work and that's what she wants to do, then fucking more power to her. Go out there and do your thing. We support Mandy Rose, but we're not going to sit here and act like what she did and WWE firing her because of it is fucked up. It was a breach of the contract in which she signed. It, they made it very clear. This is something you cannot do. You have crossed the line. If you continue to do it, we have to let you go. And she said, all right, well, let me go. I don't want to. I'd rather do that. Got me all fucking pissed off because I'm watching all these stupid fucking idiots compare this to all sorts of shit that it isn't. You guys are talking fucking with your heads shoved up your asses. You have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Trying to make a point that is irrelevant because she made a choice. And we support her. And I will support her. I'll throw her 30, 40 bucks and see what she looks like naked. I've been wondering it for years. Sure, why not? She can get a month out of me. I got 30 bucks for a month. Why not? You should do the same. Um, all right. Okay. Yeah, I do. You, you got anything to add to that while Vince is on the phone? Uh, sexting? No. Also, never mind. I'll just I'll bring that up after the fact. Um and no, I mean, you're right. She she broke the restraints of her contract, showed too much. They knew about it. It, it happens. I mean, a lot of people are just doing knee-jerk reactions, which I did but didn't do. Uh, that's why, like, I held off on talking about it until my show. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it sucks, yeah, that she lost her job because she was doing a fantastic job. But it, it, like you said, like she, she broke the rules and she lost her time. It happens. I mean, All right. she and if she's making bank, go for it. I agree. So Hunter, that's another thing that I saw. Oh, well, and don't get me wrong. I fucking hate Matt Riddle. I honestly hope he never comes back. I hope that rehab doesn't work and he does not come back to WWE. I hope he gets clean. I hope that he's safe and I don't want anything bad to happen to him personally. I just hope that he never returns to WWE. However, I saw a lot of that too. I saw a lot of the fucking, oh, well, Matt Riddle did drugs. Again, completely different thing. We have seen in WWE multiple people do drugs and get sent to rehab because it is an addiction and they are trying to take care of their health and WWE is trying to help take care of them because that addiction is generally caused by the work and the things that are done. People have speculated what he was on, whether it be meth or PCP or cocaine or who knows. It could have been painkillers. We don't know what he's on. Yeah. And if I never see him again, oh, fucking well. However, Zelina Vega had an OnlyFans. She chose to keep that OnlyFans in Twitch and WWE let her go. So we've seen this before. Scarlett and Brianna, uh, Brianna Brandy had OnlyFans. When they came back, those OnlyFans went away. They no longer have them. They're not open. I know this because we talked about it, and I went and I checked, and I couldn't subscribe again. And I was subscribed <laughs> to Scarlet. I was subscribed to Jenny's. I, I try and throw every, my money around a little bit. So, again, I, I support sex work. Here's the thing. Again, you can't, like, there's a precedence. This is not something that they're okay with, whether it's an OnlyFans or a fan time, whatever you want to call it. And whether I don't like Matt Riddle or not, I can't sit here and say, oh, WWE making sure he goes to rehab and gets clean is fucked up, but firing Mandy for doing what she did isn't, like, yeah. or is more fucked up or it's hypocritical. It's not, because it's not the same thing. It's 
you know, again, it's with contracts and all of these things. And this is something WWE has always done. They did it for Jeff Hardy. They did it for Randy Orton. They've done it for countless people. And as much as I hate Riddle, I can't sit here and be like, oh, well, because I hate Riddle, he deserves it less than Jeff Hardy or RVD or Randy Orton or any of the countless wrestlers that they took and put through and did those things. So, yeah. And I do hope she comes back. I think she'll be back too. Um, I, if just to add a a quick two cents and just kind of like doubling down on what you're saying, Matt, like you can't compare like the drug, like the wellness violations to what happened with Mandy, because we've seen there's a president of two, two, three strikes and then you're out. Because if this was his third strike, Riddles, he probably would have been out. Okay, so and this is more, and this is way more similar to the Selena Vega OnlyFans situation. And she wasn't posting anything explicit; she was just doing cosplays. And yeah, she wasn't doing dick ratings. She didn't have her nipples no. out. And listen, I, I saw some of the stuff like topless in a pool, skinny dipping, stuff like also, that. Things were going also, on. So there's still a lot to unpack with this whole Mandy Rose thing, and we still may not even know the full like parameters of everything that happened. Like, was she told, "Hey, take this down, or you're gonna get r- released"? If she was and continue to do so, then this is on her. If she was not told prior, or she wasn't given the ultimatum, then that's a little bogus. Just kind of like releasing her without giving her the option to take down the page, even though she did. It was down for I think a day or so. The pictures that you were talking about being pull site, that's on WWE property. So that's an issue right then and there. You're filming and doing stuff for your fan time accounts on WWE property. Like the pull site, oh, that was how do you know that that was WWE property? I'm pretty sure that's her house. So like the whole pull site scene, there were like a few a few of those shots that were taken while like like for instance, like when she filmed like that pull side scene where she had the double championship. This is all sources from um I'm trying to remember his name right now. Uh, I'll come back to you with the source. But this is he, he he's pretty good with the sources. They could have so, still just filmed that all at her house. Yeah, I was gonna say if they shot her poolside at her house with her championships, and then she shot herself in that same pool naked for fan time WWE can't be like no no but that's i not own what I'm your saying. house bitch like no no that's that's not, that that's not what i'm saying and i and i get that i'm just saying that there were reports going on that like the pool side that was not her personal home her personal pool side and she was taking that like where like in areas where she was filming for where WWE. Did be, come up with this shit i'd be very surprised I'm, if she decided to skinny dip in wwe property and then film it and post it yeah like i'm pretty sure she's got her own fucking ridiculous with this no and it's it's not stuff that i'm making up like i said it's uh tom collihue was the one that was reporting it that like we're not saying you we're just saying it's fucking stupid regardless like that's the one of the dumbest reports i've ever heard from somebody i've heard of phil donahue but never this (laughs) other person but we gotta move on uh, one more piece of news and rumor before we get into spits and swallows, because that took a lot of time. Uh, apparently, amidst rumors that Vince McMahon is going to try and weasel his way back into the company, or he wants to come back, or whatever the case may be, which caused stock prices to drop, he's also received two more allegations um, mm-hmm. against him 
for sexual misconduct. And uh, from what we hear, nobody really wants him back anyway, uh, both fan-wise or uh, company-wise. So, Vince, let it fucking go. You had a good, you had a fantastic fucking run. You had a great run. You had a better run than anybody in wrestling business history. Don't be like Ric Flair. Let it fucking go. Move the fuck on. Yeah. There's he has sexual assault allegations that are older than Will, and Will's older than me, so older than everybody here. Jesus. Yeah. Shocker. Who's no surprised? I didn't knew Will was older than you. I always thought you were older. I'm. You thought I was older than Will? Yeah. I don't know why. I'm pretty sure Will's older than me. Um, you guys got anything on Vince McMahon before we move on? No. <laughs> uh, no, I don't got nothing. I'm just listening. I'm reading the chat, and it's making me laugh. <laughs> okay. Well, let's uh, get into our spits and swallows for the evening. Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe, spitter swallow. Uh, I'm going to swallow. Uh, AJ Styles and uh, Chad Gable, hell, hell of a match. AJ's great. Chad Gable's a gem. I say it every week because very, very underutilized for a long time. Now he's finally getting to showcase a lot of his comedic skills and his mic skills and everything he can do in the ring. And he's with AJ, who has been doing this for like 20 years or something. And AJ's still good. So you're obviously going to get a fantastic match out of two of them. So, follow. Yeah, it was a good uh, match. I liked it. I do not have that in my notes. Um, so, full disclosure with me being sick and just... So, like, I didn't watch SmackDown last week because I wasn't feeling well. And then I watched most of, but not all of Deadline. I did not watch the Men's Iron Survivor match or the main event um because i didn't give a fuck about the men's iron survivor match or anyone in a bar carmelo hayes and he didn't win so there was no reason to go back and watch grayson waller fucking ruin my night um and i didn't really want to see Braun breaker spear somebody again and get a win if that's how he won so i said fuck that um so my notes are maybe a little abbreviated i feel like i was kind of out of it wrestling wise at least come mm-hmm. monday except for a few things monday might have got me a little back into it but uh vince Pornhub Poppy, spit or swallow. I love the sound of that. Uh, I'm going to milk it this episode, and then after that, I outside of introducing you, I you ain't getting shit, so enjoy it. Whatever. I'm still acknowledged as it. Uh, but speaking of acknowledging, I want to acknowledge the fantastic segment between the Bloodline and the John Cena promo. I think that was one of the biggest swallows of SmackDown, aside from one other segment. Uh, it was great. The tension leading up to it, I really thought they were going to kick Sammy out on that week's episode of uh, tonight's episode of SmackDown. And it just kept going and going. Sammy's promo was fantastic. He was very passionate. He's probably the best promo in that ring amongst the blonde line, aside from Paul Heyman. He's probably the, the one of the better promos in that whole ring. And then the John Cena, because we knew John Cena was going to come back on the 30th. And they set up this uh, tag match in the 
backstage segment with Adam Pierce. And I was all for it. John Cena, Roman Reigns being in the ring again. Then you still add the wrinkle of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I can't wait for two weeks from two weeks from now. So, yeah. I'm with you. Uh, first off, uh, Matt will never be milking Vince. The only person that Matt milks is Michael Myers. Um, will, however, is a Vince milker. So we can let Vince milk or get milked by Will. Um, That's okay. I'm from, okay with from that. From the get-go, from the bloodline showing up and Sammy being all cleaned up. And then, you know, going off to get up water because he's nervous. And Jimmy being like, hey, listen, like, I don't know that Roman's going to do what you said he's going to do. And I think you might be setting her boy up for failure. And Jimmy being like, nah, it's cool. You know, he's going to, you know, he's going to be family. It's all going to be good. And then Roman asking for Adam Pierce to come in after he shows up. And, you know, Jimmy sat down. And he's like, you know, whatever you want to do, boss. Like, I love Sammy, but like, it's family first. So, you know, I'm good with whatever you want to do tonight. Roman really not saying anything and then telling Adam Pierce, uh, KO versus me and Sammy. Let him find a partner tag match. We'll do it at the Rumble. And then Paul Heyman's like, no, why don't we do it on the last SmackDown of the year, December 30th on Fox? Yeah, no, that sounds yeah. like a great idea. Make the match. They come out, they do their in ring promo. John Cena shows up on the Titan Tron, does John Cena things, says John Cena stuff. Vince is in the building watching it probably milking michael myers from his seat um i don't blame you you know a little five knuckle shuffle off to the side nobody was paying attention they were distracted um yeah no it was it was a great segment and i'm stoked for ko and john cena i didn't know they were friends i don't remember them being friends i don't yeah you know the you know what you know you know what i will say the the backstage stuff when they were talking about Kevin Owens' his son being the biggest John Cena fan and that's being his favorite wrestler. And that's kind of how the friendship, if you want to talk about outside of kayfabe continuity and you want to go into like, like outside of kayfabe, then that's how they became friends because he was such a, like such a great like person. that was just so like social with his son and just that kind of like made his sons like, like day whenever they meet. Uh, I even wrote a note for Kevin Owens' son, if I'm not mistaken. So maybe that's where the friendship began. Maybe. Yeah. You got anything on your boy John Cena coming back, Katie? Oh, you mean Cena Claus? My favorite. Cena's my goat. So anytime he shows up, I'm happy. And he really has wrestled a match every year since 2002, which is fucking ridiculous. So I'm happy he could finally do something in 2022. I'm happy. I'm excited. It'll be a great match. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I am going to swallow Alexa defeating Bailey on Monday Night Raw to become number one contender for Bianca's championship. We got uh, Becky taking out damage control before the match. Bianca hung out to make sure Bailey couldn't pull some bullshit. And oh, did she try? And it did not work. Alexa gets the win, and then Bianca comes in afterwards to congratulate Alexa. They go to hug, and the fucking the 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 moth, the the Wyndham Six, the the symbol that's yeah. right right there, right right here on the screen yeah, if right you're there. watching, pops right up on the Tron, and all of a sudden Alexa drops Bianca into a sister Abigail, and then snaps out of it. Bianca's like, "What the fuck?" Alexa's like, uh, I don't know what that was about. And here's the thing. I'm curious because, like, I cannot have 
Bray accept Alexa back unless there is some very, very good storytelling reason for it. However, we found out tonight, along with Bray Wyatt, that Uncle Howdy is its own being Entity. and character. It abducted L.A. Knight. It tortured him in a sex dungeon. Glad sex dungeons are making a comeback. Love it. That's swap. I didn't fucking say anything. Have you ever been in a sex dungeon? No, have you? Yes. And that's exactly <laughs> what it looks like. <laughs> he got his I balls tased and his nipples tweaked and all sorts of things. LA Knight was having a bad time at the hands of Uncle Howdy. Or a good times. Uh, it did not look like he enjoyed it. But Uncle Howdy. So Bray comes out tonight. Bray's all like, listen, I'll give you one more chance to make your point. Basically saying, if you're going to whoop my ass, you better whoop my ass good, bitch. And L.A. Knight laid into Bray Wyatt. He just took it and laughed because he likes pain and makes him giggle. And then out comes Uncle Howdy. And I don't know who the fuck Uncle Howdy is because, like, I'm looking at him, and I got to be honest, he, he body shape-wise, he looks short. Vince, you were there. Yeah. Did he look short? Shorter than Bray for sure. Okay. So he looks short. He looked kind of rotund not rotund like rotund kind of like, like he didn't look buff like he didn't look he kind of looked like joe wayne gacy i'm not gonna lie like if schism wasn't still a thing i'd say it was joe wayne gacy even like standing there holding his jacket the way joe wayne gacy stands there and hold, like that's what i saw i'm like yeah i don't know but also it's a whole thing so now uncle howdy could be fucking with alexa coming after la night had some sort of association with i have no idea but as everyone's like oh this is getting so old and i'm so tired of it we need to move on and can we just have a match and can we do this i'm like no give me more i need more cock and ball torture in a dungeon i need more you know la night with fucking electric clamps to his nipples and ball gags and whatever the fuck is going on give me more but i'd also like to see bray wrestle so if we can get there that'd be cool too I think we'd get it at the Rumble. That's actually one of my swallows was the everything Uncle Howdy, Bray Wyatt at LA Knight, the like the torture chamber stuff. It, like it was fantastic. The whole inter exchange between Bray Wyatt and LA Knight was great. The revelation of two different entities was fantastic because this could explain the whole Uncle Howdy messing with alexa without actually it actually being brave <laughs> in terms of who it is i honestly don't know and at this point i probably don't really even care because i trust bray wyatt's vision in this story even at times where i felt like it's been kind of treading water and he always he he takes it to the next level he took it three notches up what it's been the last couple weeks tonight alone so i'm not gonna lie i'm jealous that you got to be there for that and i didn't that i had to you know do my job and you got to be there to see that like i'm, I'm kind of jealous events you got to be oh. there tonight well i mean jealousy runs wild on the chat right now i mean not the chat in the show i mean katie's probably jealous that she's not pouring out poppy <sighs> well and that ended that i am no longer jealous of you you can go fuck yourself um any thoughts katie before we move on um with the alexa bianca stuff since that was the original thing um I'm excited to see what they do because they've been like kind of teasing Alexa turning for a while for f at least like a month. So the fact that that popped up 
in the like while she was just vibing in the ring, almost hit the sister Abigail, which I don't know if Alexa like has a name for hers when she was doing it. I don't know. I think um, it was just yeah, no, no name. But Twitter took it to the next level and made it funny as fuck. So uh, Brenda and the girl from the ring from the Scream movies, everyone was yeah. just like Bianca versus Alexa if she turns into a demon. Ten out of ten. Twitter wins that. Twitter can fuck everything else, but like they win that one for sure. Yeah, there, there are good <laughs> aspects to Twitter, which is why I'm still on it, and I haven't, you know, I kind of gave up on my uh, Hive account. Um, yeah, because there's, there's some good stuff there, but also you guys all kind of fucking suck at the same time. Exactly. True. But like I saw that, and I was like, oh, see, that's a good piece of information. I didn't know I needed it until now, but it's true. It was so perfect. I loved it. I'm about it. I'm excited to see where all of this goes. You're about about it? (laughs) I'm about about it. Well, while you're about about it, how about you spit or swallow? Good job. Um, I'm going to swallow Eon Candice. I love love Candice. Fuck you. I love Candice LeRae. I love Eo. They had banger matches in NXT. They still put on a great match now. I I really thought Candice was like gonna get like one over again on damage control because that was the way they kind of seemed like they were building it. But I understand you have to have someone winning in damage control. Why not make it be EO? Like she's great. Yeah, I agree. That's true. Anything, um, Vince? Not about the match specifically, but since we're talking about damage control, I do want to go ahead and like swallow like the tag match that opened up SmackDown tonight, and especially the whole mystery hooded woman that turned out to be uh, Zia Lee. And I'm spitting the internet and Twitter knowing so fast that happened and like quickly, and five minutes later, everyone knew it was Zia Lee just by the shoes oh it wasn't the shoes it was the thighs and the ass 100 i looked at that picture i'm like anyone could have those shoes but those thighs that ass that's how i knew it was zia lee before she got revealed yeah not even an hour later so and i'm wondering if like they intended to reveal her tonight or Mm -hmm. if ever like if all the twitter detectives figured it out they're like fuck well let's just do something real quick and you know, there's no it point better, trying like, to hide lead it. to something. For Zia Lee, real outside. fucking pissed. Because she kicked. First off, shout out to Tegan Knox for you know knocking off that ring rust, coming back, hitting a Tenny shiniest Tenny. wizard. Yeah, uh, it was looking her wizard was looking real shiny tonight, and I'm proud yeah. of her. So uh, nice and buffed. Uh, it was good. Uh, she she had a good showing tonight on SmackDown. Um, the match. Good view of her wizard on SmackDown. I got all the views from over Wizard from my point of view. Uh, great seats. Great seats. I agree with Jesus. Xylee and them leggings, 10 out of 10. Xylee yeah. in general, 10 out of 10. Uh, there you go. I don't know about that. I think she breaks the scale. Mm, let's I think see. that's above. Above 10. I've only got one more swallow from SmackDown, so I'm just going to do that. Uh, Walter versus Ricochet. Same. 
Uh, they tore it down. That was a hell of a fucking match. Like, if you want wrestling, if you're here for the wrestling and this is wrestling and I want to watch wrestling, here was your wrestling outside of Bray and the torture and the nonsense and the WWE stuff that I love. Like, I also enjoy wrestling. And here was your dose of wrestling for the evening. Walter and Ricochet tore it the fuck down. Fantastic and uh, there was even a Puma reference from Michael Cole about Ricochet. I couldn't hear it. But nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Nudge. Hmm. You got to love Michael Cole throwing these little, like, nudge, wink, wink, like, comments into his commentary. I like it. And you can only get that with Triple H running things and not Vince McMahon. So you love to see it. It was a good match. It was, it was fantastic in person. Uh, I forgot Ricochet has pyros, and he startled the fuck out of me when he came out to do his entrance. So there was that. Um but yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Great match. Swallow. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, Ricochet Ricochet has been phenomenal for a very long time. Same with Gunther. And they can't, the two of them can't put on a bad match together at this point. Like, it's yeah. just impossible. I don't think Gunther can put on a bad match with anyone, even though he's going to have a match with Braun Strowman, it seems like. So you know how like there's that thing about Ricochet and yeah, you think you fit one of Gunther's up there? That's a bit that that's that's a big pinky. Why is that the first thing you thought of? It wasn't the first thing I thought of. First thing I thought of was why that was, was it a really all good thing match. you thought of? I can't it, answer to, that question. To be fair, to be fair, in Matt's defense, that was like maybe like the second or third thing he mentioned about the match so it wasn't the first thing he thought of but he thought of it and I it's a match and it's smacking the raw so you should know that that conversational piece was gonna come up anytime ricochet has talked about i vaguely some at some point think about the fact that he likes fingers up his ass um which we don't judge we don't shame. We don't. Like, good for you. Uh, I'm sure Samantha Irving has nice, slim, fantastic fingers that, you know, are accommodating to the size in which uh, he needs them to be for the many things that he enjoys. Speaking of which, there was a sign on SmackDown when Ricochet came out. Uh, the dude held up a sign that said Samantha Irving, greater than Casey Cannizzaro. And I just, like, looked at him. Well, like, that's bro, you're out of I'm that's like you're out of pocket. I agree, like, but that's fucked up. Don't I'm like, bro, you you're out. Say it. That's disrespectful. I mean, you're not wrong, but you didn't have to say it. You know. Yeah. But I, I just, I just, you, you mentioned Samantha Irving, and it just it came back into my memory. Uh, uh, speaking of not being wrong, but not having to say it, Katie, spit or swallow. <laughs> um, swallow Kevin Owens and Elias. Because that shit is funny to me. The fact that <laughs> a lot like Kevin's face backstage when Elias is talking about Ezekiel, Kevin's Kevin alone made that whole thing funny to me. Because he's yeah. acting like he didn't have beef with both of these people for like the entire year. I, it was gold. I loved it. I was laughing my ass off. So <laughs> yes and no. Um, Elias asking Kevin to be his tag team partner and Kevin losing his shit. 
and just like like just being broken by this question because of all the things you said like didn't we didn't you and then he's like well that was my younger brother you go, well okay let's say it really was your younger brother last time i saw you you still hit me in the fucking head with the guitar oh that's water under the bridge blah blah, blah this and that swallow all of that like them just breaking kevin owens yeah. huge swallow elias deciding he's gonna put on a uh memorial concert for riddle who can't not do Trash. drugs is a spit uh anything pro riddle is a spit uh but elias versus solo and then also elias catching a stunner at the end because of the curse of riddle uh that's what you get for fucking trying to honor riddle and accepting him into your band or whatever dumb shit you were saying that i tuned out as soon as you had his fucking picture next to you um but the curse of riddle being canon still and him still catching a stunner re- despite kevin owens like saving him from a beatdown from solo and all that he beat swallow. him he hit him with the he hit him with a chair too i don't think he hit him with the no, chair he did not <laughs> he hit him he hit alliance with the chair no, no he did not he didn't he had the chair. I thought he was going to use the chair, and then Elias touched his shoulder, and he dropped the chair, turned around, and hit him with a stunner. Okay. Exactly. So the, okay. All right. Well, it might be a Mandela effect where, where I, I think I. No. Where I <laughs> think I what saw. That means. Isn't that what it means? Like when you think you remember something a certain way, but it's completely wrong. Not just one person. It it has to be a large group of people. Like a multitude of people. All remember the, the same person. thing. Chat, do you remember him getting hit with a stunner or a chair? Is that just me? I don't know Uh, why he doesn't. It's like mirror mirror on the wall versus magic mirror on the wall. Oh, good one. Fantastic. Anyways, uh, I'm with you. I I thought everything Kevin Owens was fantastic. Uh, Him calling out the whole Ezekiel Elias stuff. Him hitting Elias afterwards after saving his ass getting that receipt right back. And uh I am spending the fact that Elias out here doing a memorial concert for Riddle as well. I think that's kind of dumb. Although hate to admit it, the song was a little catchy. Shut Regardless the fuck of who, up. The song was a little catchy. The song See, was a little catchy. And this is why I just specifically swallowed Kevin and Elias. I didn't even want to touch the concert and the match. The song was trying. not catchy. The song was apparently written by Riddle, and it was so trash. Elias is like, just remember, I didn't write this bullshit. I'm just singing it. Oh, it was good. I like the song. I don't I even remember the song. That's how irrelevant it was. See, uh, now, no, here's it, the thing, Vince. It, I, it was good. You sit here and you say, I like this song, and then you tell me Bad Bunny's good, and now I don't know if I can actually believe you and listen to Bad Bunny ever, because if this is the kind of stuff you think is good, then we have a very different definition of what good music is well it's not just me that says bad bunny is good it's like almost the whole fucking world that has this man it's one of the top like artists out there so however it's not but also there are a bunch of people out there who like riddle and would probably think that riddle's song was good too um doesn't mean i agree with any of those people either so like man i'm i'm not saying like was it the best song no did I find it catchy? Sure. Okay. See, I'll go with uh, I'll go with uh, Jesus there. Now, let's see. Yeah, you found. I put Jesus. my faith in. I put my faith in Jesus. You put your faith. In Jesus. <laughs> uh, Vince, spit or swallow. Uh, I'm swallowing New Day 
being your triple crowned NXT Tag Team Champions at Deadline. But I'm going to spit that they gave Pretty Deadly an ultimatum of saying the Pledge of Allegiance or else they wouldn't get a title shot. And then Brooks and Jensen came out and they came out here talking about America, set the anthem and got a tag title match when they didn't deserve one. So I'm, I'm swallowing New Day at Deadline, gargling their actions at uh, at NXT. Why, why don't Brooks and Dunn deserve a title shot? The fuck have they done to deserve one? I mean, they were former won NXT UK champions. They've won tag matches. They won a tag match like last week. They are. I mean, who else on that roster do you give a tag team title to a match to, Vince? The champions that just lost it, give them their rematch. Brooks and Jensen haven't done shit. See, you keep saying that, but they They have. have. They They have. But they haven't. But they have. To you, they might not have, but to everyone else, they have. And New Day, who are the champions, clearly said, yeah, they've done shit. So they got it. And also uh, shout out no. to shout out to Jensen who uh you know is led by his hormones who's uh you know cock leads him astray on many occasions spilling all of the info about Fallon Henley's parents bar issues to Kiana James cuz she's going to buy that bar things are going to I'm enjoying this whole little soap opera of like the bartender losing the bar her family struggling Kiana still coming in to steal it I know Vince isn't a Kiana fan because he has terrible taste. We talked about that a second ago with this taste of music. Um, listen, this whole thing and the fact that we've gotten Jensen back to being like the awkward virgin that was a, endearing to me when we were first introduced to him where all he wanted to do was get laid and he just kept fucking it up and like couldn't keep his dick in his pants like that guy that that's the guy i want to see that's the jensen i need it's it's funny and it, like wrestling's a soap opera in general this is legit a soap opera which makes it that much better and you have to give kiana james credit because she showed the fuck out in that iron survivor challenge match she didn't get she was the only one who didn't get a pinfall but like she busted her ass and just showed why she deserved to be in that match. So I give her major props for that. Well, I've never said that I don't like Kiana James as a wrestler. I don't acknowledge she's she's a decent wrestler. I just I've always said I I just don't care. Like I don't like her enough to like care about anything she does. And I'm pretty I, sure I've, you said she didn't deserve the spot in the Iron Survivor Challenge too. Oh, she ago. did it. I don't think she did. I would have given it to like Wendy Chu or someone else. Um, I I hold down that comment. And I'll hold down the same comment that I don't think Brooks and Jensen should get a tight title shot, but that's just me. Well, unfortunately, you're not the booker, so uh, somebody else decided it. And honestly, Brooks and Jensen versus New Day, I'm sure we'll get back to Pretty Deadly versus the New Day. Like, we'll get there. There aren't a whole lot of tag teams in WWE right now in NXT. You're going to have probably uh, Veer and Sangha. Uh, be involved with somehow because they've been dealing with them gallus if and when they come back from where wherever the fuck they're at uh the creeds are still trying to figure the fuck out life um so get healthy 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got an Offian Blade. So you've got some people for uh, New Day to mess with down there. And why not Briggs and Jensen? They're one of the top tag teams in NXT right now. Former NXT UK tag team champions. Can't be yeah. mad at it. Sure you can. I mean, you can, but you get mad about a lot of stuff. Uh, I'm going to swallow Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis. So we've got the sketchboard. Mind you, as a father, I love me some Bluey. They had Fuck baby yeah. wrestling with the Bluey bling. Um, mm -hmm. I was watching this with my wife, and like I paused it, and she was looking, and we saw it, and I was trying to show my daughter it because she was still up because she was sick. I was like, oh, baby, do you see Bluey? And she goes, Bluey. Like, that whole thing. Um, Candace coming in and doing, you know, everything. Then they go and they take all of Miz's money. They buy an entire merch stand. They bring it down to the ring. They're throwing merch out to the crowd, to kids and people left and right. Miz comes in, blindsides them, tries to steal the money. Adam Pierce, who I don't understand why Adam Pierce only has balls when it comes to the Miz. And I guess Bobby Lashley will talk about that. Um, <clears throat> that's the whole thing. Uh, stops him, and Mrs. Like, please, just it's my money. Let me keep my money. This and that, blah, blah blah. We get it settled. There will be a ladder match for the money, but it'll be two bags of money because Dexter is going to put up his bag of money that he was just spending. Miz has to put up an equal bag of money, hang it above the ring, do a ladder match, double or nothing. Winner takes all. Also, I was kind of mad because didn't they say Miz had to go dress up as an elf and help hand out? But yeah. did he ever actually go dress up? Like, we never saw him dressed as an elf. Not, Not live, but they were, they had, like, videos playing, like, kind of throughout. Like, he was backstage dressed up as an elf giving gifts to people. Yeah. I need that on my TV, though. If you're going to make a thing on TV, put it on my TV. I'll, I thought I saw it, like, during, like, the commercials. But maybe that was just me. I don't watch picture in picture. I don't know. I'm just saying. Picture in picture doesn't count. Yeah, I don't think it counts either. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm I'm gargling everything Johnny Loomis because I like Loomis. I like Miz. Johnny is the one variable right now that I don't like involved in this whole thing. And I kind of would just I I don't I don't even know why I don't like it. I, th I think it's just like. I want Johnny to be doing something different, or I don't know. I, I don't, I'm just not feeling. It. I didn't. I didn't like the segment at all. I thought it was a little hokey. Me personally, but as funny. we've seen throughout the entire episode so far, I've been disagreeing with a lot of things you guys have liked. Well, yeah, we, we talked about you have bad taste. It's okay. You don't You're like fun. To. You, you know, we understand. I thought the segment was funny. <laughs> the, the The drawing, the the whiteboard was the details. The, that's the, the whiteboard, yeah, Ooh. that's that that was good. But that was phenomenal. But the whole merch stand stuff, the whole giving stuff away. Why? It's Christmas. Yeah. It's tis the season. Yeah. Candace said, "Be nice. Use the money for a good reason." That's what they did. And I'm then I swear, it really took like me a minute. I really thought Loomis was the one who like hit Johnny. I didn't even see Miz like until. He was running away with the money. I really thought Dexter kind of just like pushed Johnny off the fucking table. I was so confused. Oh, I saw him because there was this little girl who was trying to get them to throw her merch, who like was right there in the corner. 
and they like kept ignoring her and i felt so bad for her and i'm like come on just notice this poor little girl please just give her a t-shirt like she's waving she went mm -hmm. she came up and went back and then came back up and then like they kind of cleared her out of the way as they were bringing miz in and i'm watching back there and i'm like oh yeah no i see uh, who this is i know what's going that on makes here sense. I, I was focused on that poor little girl yeah. and i was like hoping she was gonna get her shit that's fair that's fair that's fair uh katie spit or swallow um i mean i have to swallow oscar versus Rhea. Oh. it's very ripley and oscar's losing is slowly possibly driving her crazy she had no face makeup on mm -hmm. which was weird that's as like shit I mean, she didn't really wear it in NXT when she started either. No. I don't know. I'm so used to Oscar face makeup. Like, well, yeah, it was weird to me. That's it's jarring. It's jarring if you're not used to it. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, a Oscar's beautiful. So, like, I'm happy we oh, like people just got to see her face. Yeah. Um, but like with the makeup, she looks like crazy cool. So I understand. Um, but her just misting Dom hysterical i talked about all the, the mists and um, miss lore yesterday because i i'm very curious about everything so that was a fun conversation and Rhea, Rhea's Rhea's real like come on that's, that's my girl i have to i have to swallow it I have to swallow her let's not today. forget that uh dominic mysterio took a load to the face <laughs> I think a load to the face from Oscar. I mean, even I'm, for I'm Burns, you know, sometimes you gotta take take one for the team. You know, like no no pain no gain. You know. And then Damian Priest is in the back trying to console Dominic, like, "Hey, it could be worse. Other things could burn." Maria's <laughs> like, Damian. Uh, it was all funny. It was all fucking hilarious. Uh, Dominic Mysterio. Muy caliente. Best, best thing going right no, now. No, Dominic sucks. No. The rest of Judgment Day is fantastic. No, Dominic is the crown jewel. Dominic is the crown jewel. That, he's not that... a pay-per-view. Oh, no, no. He's the crown jewel. He's bigger than the pay-per-view. Uh, not love, love Dominic. He was a fantastic little nuisance in, in, in the ringside. And then backstage, just it's fucking funny. I love, I love it. I love Judgment Day. It's, this it's, is who you guys want as your porn hub Are you sure about this? This was in the vote. I was going to say. It almost it, came it, to it a vote. It almost came to a vote. Almost. Sure enough. You're right. It shouldn't have. You should have just been here and then we wouldn't have had to have that. But I gave you the producer credit half point, which is why it didn't come to a vote. Because if it had ended tied without your half point, it would have come to a vote. It um, wouldn't have ended also, in a tie. You don't. What would you have done to stop it? Nothing. It was always. I was always meant to win. That was the booking end. That that was the tail end of this story. That's how it was supposed to be. Oh well, yeah, because you actually showed up to work for one Thursday. For one year. Um. Yeah. You're over here putting Dominic Mysterio over as yeah. funny. Yet you did not enjoy any of the Dexter Loomis, Johnny Gargano stuff. And I just don't understand. I didn't enjoy Johnny's uh, integration of it. I, I just don't find Johnny funny. Like, 
I, I, I don't I, find Dominic funny. That's fine. I know you don't. I know nobody does, but you. That's a lie. Me and my sister are over here marking over, uh, marking out over like Dominic. We love Dominic. Ask Jesus. Jesus, do you like Dominic? Jesus will confirm right now in the chat or deny in the chat. I know Jesus doesn't like Dominic. I've seen <laughs> Jesus talk about how Jesus doesn't like Dominic on Twitter. It's true. He has well, the tweets. Well, we'll we'll see till Jesus replies. Uh, but yeah, if he replies, see, look, Hunter, dumb is great. My favorite box. <laughs> I mean, look, when 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 you're in a relationship with Rhea, I mean, you kind of like bottom by by. Also, default. I don't understand how you can be pro Dominic yet upset about Ray. Like those two things are conflicting ideals. Because Dominic is the reason why Ray's a bitch. That's <laughs> true. I'm not happy with Ray's booking, but you keep them far apart. You rebuild. You Ray do Mysterio. understand that without Ray's booking, you would not have a Dominic. I know Dominic I know. would not be this great, this great heel on Raw that Vince loves so much. He's the best heel Dominic on Monday Night Mysterio. Raw. Without Ray being a little bitch, that would not happen. So, like, you can't have it both ways. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a payoff because eventually, at some point, we are gonna get Rey Mysterio just being the shit out of his son. So, no, we're not because oh, we're gonna get. Oh, we're gonna, no, we're gonna get. We're not. It. We're gonna get. We're gonna. He's get just it. gonna retire like a bitch. <laughs> He's gonna be like, I'm not fighting my child. I quit, which he already almost did, and they put him on <laughs> SmackDown, and then because he ran from his problems, he got hurt. And now he's fucking out. And then he's going to take him behind the shed and just... And then his son went to his house on Thanksgiving and whooped his ass with a busted leg on which, Thanksgiving. True. Which leads you to ask the question, what does Dominic and Rhea have planned for Christmas and New Year's? They're going to beat the More fuck of making up. Ray look like a bitch. They're going to beat him up with a Christmas tree. The Christmas tree that he had lucky, at Thanksgiving. You're lucky that this is the last episode of the year because now you don't have to come on here and suffer through having to talk about Ray looking more like a bitch on Christmas. Like, I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it like this: Like, Ray is looking like a bitch right now. I can't deny that, but I will say that eventually he's gonna beat the shit out of Dom. At some point, it's gonna happen. It's gonna I happen. So. I honestly don't. I a thousand percent believe it. I am more confident in that than Cody Rhodes coming out and winning the Royal Rumble. Well, which I good think because happen. that's not. I was going to say that that's not a guarantee. So, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> so Vince, it is your turn, spit or swallow, because Katie's deal was the Oscar Rhea match, mm-hmm. and Mommy it burns, which is the title of our episode, because uh, he took a load in the eyes, and apparently, you know, he couldn't handle it. I mean, have you taken a load to the eyes? You would think it'd burn. I haven't personally. See, I don't I don't I don't put myself in the position to take a load in the eyes. I prefer to be the load blower, not the load blowy. So if Oscar wanted to take a, a, a take a load in your face, you you wouldn't allow it. You wouldn't no. be like interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um what I will allow is uh, Roxanne Perez being the new NXT Women's Champion. I'm swallowing that. Uh, I thought it was a great match. Uh, so I didn't get a chance to watch NXT live because I went out with Melissa and her family uh, celebrating her sister's birthday. 
I went back and watched the replay at work after the Mandy Rose news. So I saw the look in Mandy's face, like she had loose face, like she like she had like this look in her face, like she knew she was gonna lose. And Roxanne had this look in her face, like she was anxious, she was nervous, she had butterflies. But the match was fantastic. Once the bell rung, they put on a fantastic performance. If this is Mandy's last match ever or for a while, it was a great match to go out on. The fans gave her a th- like gave her her like flowers and put some respect on her name after the match, not during the, the actual tele- television, like the recordings on television, but like the live crowd gave her her flowers. So I'm all for it. It, su- it sucks the circumstances outside of the match itself, but the match itself and the results were great, and I like it. And Roxy was always going to be the person to take the title off of Mandy Rose. Apparently, they just expedited the process. Yeah, no, it was a great fucking match. Um, again, day one, Mandy Rose, brown hair, toxic attraction fan here. I have supported her entire title run um, all the way up through this. I think that she has improved immensely. Um, I was looking forward to everything that she had coming to her in the future. I was really surprised when they announced the match, and I was like, hmm, something's weird there. And I had a good feeling Cora was going to win. I was like, there's no way she won the Iron Survivor. She's going to take her title match now. Huh? Roxanne, you said Cora. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Roxanne. Um, Won the Iron Survivor. um, Is taking her match tonight and is going to lose. It's got to happen. And no, I mean, Roxanne is fantastic. Uh, It was a really damn good match. Yeah. I mean, this is, she's had one hell of a rookie year in NXT. She, the rookie NX, NXT tag team champ, women's tag team champion, NXT breakout women's tournament winner, Iron Survivor challenge winner, now NXT women's champion, 21 years old. Kids got the rockets strapped to her fucking back. She's killing it already. So she's going to do great things. And I liked the match. Like Matt was saying, Mandy has improved so much over this past year alone. And the fact that people continuously shit on her because they didn't like the sex appeal and they didn't like toxic attraction and whatever the fuck people were saying, which y'all can have your opinions and y'all can be fucking wrong, but like whatever. Mandy has busted her ass this past year going back down to NXT, running the faction in NXT for the women. And, you know, I'm glad they gave her the thank you Mandy chance after the fact bittersweet knowing it was for that reason because before that news came out we all assumed based off of that she was probably just moving up to the main roster so to katie's point everyone's oh she's just eye candy yeah she's uh, are the same people that are like how dare you treat her like that and blah blah blah, blah. And like, hmm. we, we talked about it at the beginning of the show listen you don't get to have it both ways kind of like i told vince about Ray Mysterio. You can't have it both ways. You can't say she's just sure a piece of eye candy. She's just a piece of meat. She's not good, this and that. And then when they fire her, be like, oh, well, you know, you presented her this way and uh, she's so good and blah, 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 blah. When you guys have been shitting on her for a year, you don't get to, you know, white knight this shit now. Not how that works. Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> it's on me, right? Mm hmm. I am going to swallow Seth defeating Bobby Lashley to become the number one contender for the U.S. title. 
Bobby attacking an official by accident. And then after being reprimanded by Pierce, putting his hands on Pierce and Pierce prematurely ejaculating the words you're fired and then having to go on social media later and retract and apologize. I don't understand that part at all. Like, I don't get how, why they did this whole, like you're fired. Oh, uh, I, I came a little too quick. Sorry about that. You're not fired, but I'm going to sit down with you and we're going to figure things out. Like that whole part was weird, but up until, up until like he took it back, I was like, this is interesting as shit. What are we going to do? We just fucking fired Bobby. Like you had me. And then you fucking backed out of it two minutes later. There's no, like, I'm not basing this off of anything, but just posing the question out there. Could they have backpedaled from the firing storyline, not knowing that Mandy Rose is going to get fired in real life the, the following day or days, like two days after the fact? Could that be an issue? They were like, okay, you know what? Fuck, let's not do whatever storyline we're going to do. And let's just rehire him back and pivot to something else because it's going to come off tasteless. Uh, pure speculation on my part, but I'm just posing the question. I don't think so. Then what's the point? Then what's the point of firing him and then like be like, oh, I, ha- I was maybe I was ha- he'll just happy, beat the absolute happy. shit out of Adam Pierce next week, and then he gets like fired or suspended. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's uh, it's interesting. I guess we'll see on Monday what happens there. Well, what's the point is the question, and I agree with that, but I don't think it has anything to do with, oh, we're going to fire Mandy Rose for real, so we've got a real back pretend firing Bobby Lashley. I, I don't think that makes any sense to me whatsoever because it's in kayfabe. Uh, Hunter, I came a little too quick, Matt Ritter 2022. Still not as quick as you, though. Um Uh, no, we, I don't we might get a match out of it. I don't really want to see Adam Pierce wrestle, but we'll see. We've seen worse. Katie, spit or swallow. Um, I'm gonna swallow everything. Chase you. I am loving this right now. Just, um, Andre Chase casually swearing. And them just like having to bleep it out is still so funny to me because they just put the little symbol over the mouth. Um, Duke Hudson showing his loyalty to Chase U, even though Drew Gulak's trying to be a sneaky son of a bitch and take Duke. Uh, he's just scouting apparently, but I love this. I I have been I've been on the Andre Chase Chase U bandwagon for a while now, so. This is fun. This is entertainment. I I'm about this. Yeah, that that I found entertaining. I thought that was fun. I did not. Really, I am not enjoying Duke Hudson in Chase U in any way, shape, or form at all. Not interesting. I think he looks stupid with the fucking sweater vest wrestling. Oh no! I'm sorry. Did I not say that? I think he looks stupid in the sweater vest (laughs) wrestling. I thought it was just a cutoff. I'm not. No, it's a fucking sweater vest. Um, I'm not. I am not feeling it at all. I really am not. But hey, you guys enjoy it. Pornhub Poppy or Poppy and former Poppy contender. 
agree on something that makes me happy. It's nice to hear. Nice to see you guys coming together. And we agreed on a few things last week when it was just us two. It doesn't matter. I wasn't here. Um, <laughs> hmm. so that was the point of last week then. That's a very good question. Only you can answer that, Matt. The point of last week was to get an episode out, and I couldn't be here. You did a fantastic job without me. Sure. But, again, nothing that happens when I'm not here matters. So, Vince, spit or swallow. I am going to go back to SmackDown because I forgot about it. I'm going to swallow the triple threat tag match, but I'm going to gargle the two like scary-looking botches slash dives from Top Dollar and Selena Vega. Because uh, the match was good. It was great. Uh, top uh, hit row winning was an interesting uh, it's, it's interesting decision. And then getting the tag team title match against the Usos. That should be an interesting dynamic pairing right there. Hopefully Top Dollar is okay. Apparently his leg gave out when he was doing the dive. And he looked like he was just about to land on his head and just concuss himself. So thankfully he's okay. So the match was solid. I, I'm swallowing the results. And, but I'm gargling like those two dives or spitting them, I guess. I didn't give a fuck about this. I didn't, uh, I don't give a fuck about Valhall, uh, and the Viking <laughs> Raiders. Um, Hit Row's not really doing anything for me right now. And Legato existed, so cool for them. But like, I'm not here for Joaquin. And Cruz, I'm here for Santos and Zelina. So I will say I was disappointed that Santos did not come to ringside because he did come to ringside. He walked he came out to the st- he walked out with them. He came to the stage, and then Selena walked him down to ringside, and he went back. He went to the backstage area, so he wasn't actually there during the match. Hmm. He just walked out for the entrance. Well, yeah, because then it would have been uneven teams. It's got to be two guys and a girl. Yeah. yeah, All the way around. That's the way the logistics work. You ever ever been in a two guys, one girl situation, Vince? Uh, No, and I don't ever plan to. Would you like to to be? No, I I just said I don't ever plan to. I was going to say, we could make that happen for Christmas. I'll dress up like Santa. Come down your chimney. I don't have a chimney, but okay. Throat, chimney, same thing. No. No, Matt. I'll Leave out some milk and cookies for me. <laughs> so you want to swallow the milk that I leave you? Yes. No. <laughs> Damn it. And I'm going to eat your cookies. <laughs> okay, as long as you swallow the milk with it, too. Go for it. Now you can come sit on my lap and tell me what you want, and I'll tell you that you've been a naughty boy. Okay, go on. Enjoy no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do no. not go no. on. Go, go, go. You guys can fucking talk about this later. <sighs> Tell me more. Where, 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 where does the rest of this story go? <laughs> I'm spitting Waller cutting Roxanne's promo time uh, at the beginning of the show. Braun coming out to defend her, but like talking over her. And basically the whole Waller Braun making... Her opening promo as the Iron Survivors about them 
and they're becoming mm-hmm. the Wall of Braun show. What the fuck is a shoey? Oh, Waller said he was going to take a shoey or he was going to do a shoey. Oh, I'm okay. I'm pretty sure. I, I again, I don't actually 100% know. I'm 98% sure it's when you drink something out of a shoe because I'm what? pretty sure he did that. Like Das Boot from Beer Fest. Yes, that's a thing that people do. Well, actually, so. Fun fact, they actually do it in the Friday the 13th remake when they're playing beer pong. But they don't call it a shoey. Yeah. They do. But they don't call it a shoey. No, it's probably just like an Australian term for it. But yeah, I'm 90% sure like he like drank something out of a shoe after the Iron Survivor match. Well, because he's fucking disgusting. Well, that's That's what I'm saying. That's he's a fucking disgusting human being. And the fact that he's number one contender. And may beat Braun for the title kind of makes me sick. He's no. <laughs> you know, I I don't like saying anything positive, but I will say him coming into the Iron Survivor and then getting two consecutive wins back to back. Shit, was not expecting that. So kudos to him. He gets one swallow for me. Nope. I hate ah, milk. It's a twist on soggy biscuit. Okay. Well, uh, Vince, you should look up what a soggy biscuit is. No. You really should. No. Last time I looked something up on the show, I did not like it. What was that? Maybe you like this one. <laughs> you had I you mentioned the hot hot Carl so many times that I had to look it up and I'm like, ew. No. Well, I feel like you need to look up a soggy biscuit as well. You might like this one. Issue it, but 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 who cares? Drink, drink, drink. Okay. Kofi Winston. Kofi Winston's got the Got the spirit, okay. So I mean, I'll do a body shot out of a belly button, no problem. Uh, I am not one of the like, you know that there are people that like shoot beer bongs up their ass. I don't understand people. No. Yeah, it's a thing. It is a thing. I just don't understand. I didn't. Know it was a thing. There are also women who dip tampons in alcohol and then because it gets them drunk quicker. Which, like, why would you do that? To I thought you were that? raising uh, your hand like that's something no, you've done. No, no. Why would I do that? I mean, that's a very great. good question that I was going to ask. I was like, Katie, <laughs> what possessed you to dip a tampon in vodka and then... I would never... That's a thousand percent a cause for a yeast infection. Why would you even do that to yourself? Uh-uh. Would it would it cause yeast infection if you haven't like actually? It does. Used so the apparently, the lining inside you is thinner, and it gets in the alcohol into your bloodstream quicker, which is why people do it. But okay, <laughs> no, it, it's real. <laughs> I've heard of people doing it, but like it's that's mm-hmm. the real definition of white girl wasted. <laughs> what's the what what's the weirdest place? A spot or body part or thing that you've used to take a shot, Matt. Was it a belly button? Is like the extent of where you've gone? Yeah, probably. I mean, I haven't like drank alcohol out of anyone's asshole, if that's what you're asking. I was so trying to see how far you have gone, you know. I'm just curious is all. What about you, Vince? Where's the weirdest place you've taken a shot out of? I don't like this conversation anymore. I don't know about a shot. 
Wait, just like going up the girl's chest? I haven't at belly button as well. Um that's about it. Katie spit or swallow. Thank God. We're over that. Um I'm gonna swallow the women's tag team match on NXT and the brawls that ensued after the fact. I I mean, I don't know what they're gonna they should still like be utilizing toxic attraction like without Mandy because they are an actual tag team. So I hope that doesn't affect them. But hoping, fingers crossed. But having Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley and Team Disco Ninja Party and Toxic Attraction just beating the absolute shit out of each other all throughout backstage and interfering in the matches. It's it led to a triple threat tag match for next week. And it's utilizing three good tag teams, women's tag teams that you have. So I'm about it. And I have been saying for a while, like people need to start putting some respect on Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley. So I'm glad that they're doing that and showcasing them more in this light. I'm with you. Uh, I really enjoyed that tag match. Uh, obviously, I enjoy everything Toxic Attraction does. I do need to know, uh, Kofi, the the cup part on your shoulder. Did somebody take a shot out of the cup part on your shoulder? Or you did. I'm I'm curious as to like. You being super tall, how that affects <clears throat> if that's the weirdest place you also <laughs> how send us a video, send us a video and tag us on Twitter of like a visual. I need a visual aid, is what we need. That's what we need right now, Kofi. Um. I'm with you guys. I thought the match was really good. The backstage brawls was fantastic. Setting up a triple threat match for the tag titles. I'm, I'm, I'm just more or less right now gargling everything Toxic Attraction until I see what they do with Mandy, uh, with Gigi and JC after the Mandy Rose firing. I heard rumors that supposedly maybe they could, or speculation is a better word, that maybe they could have Sonya Deville be the new leader, or they could hire Chelsea Green to be the new leader. Which I'm against both. Hold up. I'm against both. I'd like them to stay as a tag team or maybe just break up Toxic Attraction and have Gigi go into the singles route. No. You don't need a leader for Toxic Attraction. Gigi and JC can do their own shit as a tag team. They don't need a third. There's no real, like, I get that Sonya came and helped and blah, 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 and Sonya's not doing anything. But, like, that's not Sonya's group. And don't make Sonya surrogate Mandy Rose just because they were a tag team at one point. And it would be a completely different dynamic. Like, Sonya's not that kind of person. No. Like, shoot, it would be a completely different dynamic to that group, and it's not needed. So uh, just let them be them. Just let them be a tag team. Let them move up. Let them do some shit. I don't, I don't want to see anyone taking over for Mandy Rose, period. All right. No, well... I didn't say I want to see that either. I, if they stay, to, if they keep toxic traction as a thing, I'd rather it be a tag team now. But I wouldn't be opposed to Gigi going solo because I think at some point she should go solo because she could be a top star in the singles women's division as well. Uh, I'm not saying I'm not advocating for that to be next week or anytime soon. 
I wasn't saying you were. You just said it was speculation, and I was throwing in my two cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't fuck I, I don't know. Because I saw it uh, in multiple chats, like Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville's well, name being tossed in there, and I'm like, no. We've discussed that. Everyone in the IWC is an idiot. Uh, Vince, Bitter Swallow. I am going to go to Dynamite, and I'm going to swallow the fact that the Lucha Bros and Pac, a.k.a. the Death Triangle, picked up another win. They're currently up 3-1 on the Elites. But I'm going to spit the fact that uh, Kenny Omega consistently gets on the fucking mic the last two matches for no reason. He doesn't need to get on the mic. I I don't need to hear that man talk. Um but yeah, I'm just I'm swallowing it, but I'm gonna gargle my hesitancy because I feel like it. Him mentioning is like, oh, anyone that watches sports knows that a three-one deficit is not a good thing. Yada yada yada. If they're trying to do a thing where they come back from a three-one deficit to win the tie titles, I'm I'm fucking. What's the word I'm looking for? Not canceling, but uh. Protesting, boycotting. boycotting. There you go. I'm boycotting Dynamite and Rampage if the if the Death Triangle blow a three one lead to the Elite and they get the, the trios titles. I'm boycotting Dynamite because that's going to be some bullshit, and I'm going to be genuinely pissed. <laughs> genuinely pissed. I'm going to be genuinely pissed. Mm. Uh, so I listened to the latest episode of Get You. And I listen to you guys talk about this. And here's what I'll say. Well, a lot of people I know feel the same way I do in that they don't really give a fuck about the elite. Mm-hmm. I don't even really give a fuck about the Lucha Bros person. They don't really do it for me. Death Triangle doesn't do it for me. I I sit here and I'm like, oh, I love Pac. I don't love Pac. I loved Adrian Neville. True. Loving Adrian Neville and loving Pac are they're two completely like different utilizations people times in his life. Like, however, I do understand that there are a lot of people out there who watch all elite wrestling because of the elite, who love the elite, who find this whole best of seven thing entertaining, and not everything in professional wrestling has to be catered to my specific tastes or Vince's or Katie's. There should be a little something out there for everybody. So while this isn't for me and I am spitting the whole best of seven, I'm happy that Death Triangle won because I don't want to see the Elite win. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also not going to sit here and be like, this is stupid. They shouldn't do it. Shit on it because it's something somebody likes. And that somebody probably doesn't enjoy the same shit I do, like the Bray Wyatt stuff. So. Well- it's it's not that it's not good. It's just like no, it's not good. It's okay. Well, you personally don't find it not good. Okay, I'm sure like there's a good portion of the wrestling community that agrees with you. I don't hate the matches. I think some of the matches are solid. They're pretty decent. But I don't want to see seven matches of the Elite versus Death Triangle, and especially if it culminates in the Elite coming back from a three-one deficit to get the titles back, because again. I'd be fucking pissed. And then I'd, bo- I'd just boycott AEW. Maybe you should just boycott them now going forward because it's going to happen. No, okay, look. If the Elite come back 3-1, I will boycott AEW 
until they drop those trios titles. Because I want to see Death Triangle versus House of Black. That is my dream trios like we've seen it match them. I want to see it again. Okay. I want to see it again. Uh, that's my whole thing is like they're trying to do this whole death triangle versus the elite thing is like New Day versus Usos. And it's not and they're not the New Day versus the Usos. Like I don't care what you feel about the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega or if you think they're great wrestlers. I personally don't. Um, this is not that, and this is not something that I need to see repeatedly over the years, best of seven. But if you do, if you enjoy it, like I'm not like good for you. You enjoy it, and I'm glad you've got something you enjoy. It's something I can do without. Kenny can blow me. You can like I can I too. can I say something about this? Now that yeah, Vince yeah, is done ahead. with his tangent. Um yeah, Vince, you might as well start fucking boycotting now because they're gonna win in the Escalada de la Muerte match because that's what it the seventh match is gonna be. They're not adding stipulations to the rest of these matches for no fucking reason. The the Bucks are the elite are gonna win. That's been the whole thing. And you're not the first person I've heard who would be boycotting AEW because of the elite in some way, shape, or form. I know a lot of people who have recently. I, I don't understand it. I'll still watch it because there's things I like on there that y'all do you, whatever. Um, but yeah, this, it's gonna, they're gonna win. I mean, that, they're gonna. If, if they do, if they don't, I would be very surprised. True, and I agree with you. I, I I agree with Hunter in the chat. I think this is gonna go seven seven matches. It's gonna go seven, a hundred percent will. But I that final seventh match should still go to Death Triangle. And like you said, you have a lot of stuff in AEW that you like. The Lucha Bros winning the trios title and actually having some matches or doing something. I'm like, okay, this is good. This is something that I actually like. If it's again the elite coming in and just like like beating people that I like or like seeing people that I like constantly like put other people over, then it just tunes me off of the product and it just makes me not want to watch. And the fact that it's the elite, it's even enhanced then some. I'm going to swallow Wesley versus Stacks because A. Stax went out there, did his thing against the North American champion, and B, Tony D'Angelo reminded Wesley just who the fuck he is and that he better keep his eye on the Don and not worry about the racist cop. Because he took his focus off him and he fucking paid for it. And we know that Wesley's not the smartest person. We've seen who he hangs out with and, you know, those things like that. And good for him. He's North American champ and yeah, he can wrestle a nice match, but he's not the fucking Don of NXT. And you show the Don the respect he deserves. You don't turn your back on the Don for somebody else. And Wesley learned that. I will say the shot in Dijak's glasses of Tony D'Angelo appearing behind Wesley was pretty fucking cool. So I agree with you. I'm swallowing Wesley and Stacks, but I'm also just specifically swallowing that specific camera shot because it was so good. I love that shit. I'm swallowing that Wesley got that win. And so, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, he beat the number two guy. Like, you, he should. You're North American champion. You shouldn't be losing yeah. to Tony's lackey. Yeah. I'm not going to be mad about that. Stacks two dimes. No, his name is Stacks. 
They were different people. Don't be disrespectful, Vince. Katie's going to swallow. Uh, I'm going to swallow Odyssey Jones. Okay. Big me, man. I mean, Von Wagner was there. Uh, he doesn't fucking matter. But Odyssey Jones. <laughs> big, big shout out. Uh, he was gone for a while because he injured his knee. I think he's had like one or two matches since returning. And he's phenomenal. Like, I get like, like Samoa Joe type vibes, like just a big man who's like quick kind of thing. So I'm all about it. I love Odyssey Jones. I would like to see him eventually in the NXT world title picture, hopefully. Maybe That's, soon, once yeah. Braun leaves and goes to the main roster, we can maybe see Odyssey slide into a spot. Perhaps. I'm okay. with it. I'm with it. I'm cool with it. I like Odyssey Jones. It's crazy to think like when the breakout tournament started, Carmelo Hayes and Odyssey Jones were the finals, and Odyssey Jones was actually the favorite in a lot of people's eyes, and then Carmelo Hayes just took off and became the star in the male division in NXT. And then Odyssey Jones has kind of been like floundering or like towards the bottom of like the roster. Granted, his experience isn't as high as Carmelo Hayes, but I like him. He has a lot of potential. He was injured. Yeah. No, like even before the injury, because he would he was showing up on NXT level up instead of being on NXT. Oh. Yeah, so that's what I was referencing to. Um I think he should go to the North American title picture before he goes to the NXT title picture. But at some point, I do want to see him challenging for the NXT title. Because I, I really like that guy. He has a lot of potential. Vince, better swallow. Uh, speaking of potential, I'm going to swallow. And this had nothing to do with anything that happened on any of the weekly shows. I'm swallowing Zion Quinn on Instagram. And nothing but a bath towel, almost showing his whole dick to Instagram. Yes. Um, this is not the first time he has done this. So this is this the was first time to me. This is the first time I ran into it. I heard of this and I actively searched out Zion Quinn's Instagram and I tried to look for it. It was the second post that he had on there. And it was like Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. I'm like, God damn it, that's a good Christmas gift from Zion Quinn. So I'm swallowing Zion Quinn just being a whole just, meat of a you man. You just want to swallow Zion Quinn is what you're saying. Who wouldn't want to swallow Zion Quinn? Look at, I'm not disagreeing, but... Okay, Matt doesn't, but... I do. You know, Vince, there are days <laughs> like today when you say things like what you just said. And we wonder. It makes me wonder some things about you. Right. Which I'm absolutely okay with, like... Okay. I support you in all of your uh, endeavors, sexual endeavors, and <laughs> kinks and things like that. I'm just <laughs> very curious because I'll tell you what, uh, hearing the news that Zion Quinn was posing in just a towel did not make me go search out his Instagram to find that picture. I was not interested. Uh, there were many other developments about people that I could go search and find that happened this week. It had my attention far more than Zion Quinnantel, but if that's what does it for you, Vince, I support like, you as your friend and ally. So, like, Zion also, Quinn, stop I trying. Mean... 
stop trying to steal Katie's buy gimmick. Like, it's not. Yeah, fair. what the you fuck, Vince? Poppy <laughs> and steal her buy gimmick. That's not fair. I'm not that's, trying to steal anyone's buy gimmick. Uh, I have not I at any are. point claimed to be bi or anything. I am just comfortable with my own sexuality, and I can acknowledge when another man looks goddamn good because I'm like, goddamn, I can't look that good in the fucking towel. It's. <laughs> It's the fact that Vince heard and saw on the Twitter about Zion Quinn. Mind you, I follow him on Instagram, so again, I've seen this, so it's nothing new to me. He said, oh, I saw things about Zion Quinn in a towel. Actively searches for it. That's... Because people... Okay, so... Okay, okay. Help me out here, because I'm trying to figure out the verbiage. What's it called, like, like... That crotch area where it looks like it's leading to like the man to the dude's the dick. The what? The are you talking about like the V on a guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The V. It's is a there, is, thing. Isn't isn't there like an actual term for it? I I just know it. I don't think it matters. I think we all know what you're talking about. Anyway, continue as to because this isn't the first man that you've actively wanted to see naked um on the show, but please explain to me Who's how you're not by. Who's the other man? Uh, fucking Hangman Adam Page. I don't want to uh, see him been naked. Quite a few. I, I want to see him in assless chaps. Which is okay, this. Vince, if his chaps don't have an ass and you want to see his ass, it's his naked ass. He can have a G-string. <laughs> he can have a G-string with it. You're still seeing cheek. It's still a naked ass, Vince. But his dick's not out for me to see. I'm pretty sure you've said you wanted to see his dick out, too. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't put fucking past him at this point. I, I have said I do want to see Hangman let it hang, or else what's the point of being called the Hangman? Mm-hmm. Listen, I've outed myself on a fucking show before. I understand. <laughs> this might be taking it to a whole nother level. No, okay, so like this is just mostly for fun, just because I'm comfortable saying this shit. It's, listen, bro, it's okay. We support you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we know you jerk off to fucking people that look like me in porn. Like we, we support you. That's hearsay. I heard it said. You are correct. That I, I heard it said. <laughs> uh, so anyway, you wanted to see Zion's V. Um, I'm sw- so. You guys actually talked about this last week, and I wasn't here to tell you guys that you guys fucking suck. Uh, that Max promo, MJF was fucking stupid the pebble thing was fucking stupid like stupid we, we did say it was dumb we were saying no that you're not i ricky to the stark ricky stark was, was good funny. i said i didn't enjoy the max uh, the, the max promo i don't enjoy any mjf promos well, i've that's consistently also not mm. MJF is a fantastic promo. Last night or last week was a fucking miss. This week, the promo that he cut is the promo he needed last week because he got destroyed. Yeah, because he had Starks to sit, th- sit there for a week to come up with a rebuttal because he had none. All he could think of was dick kick. Oh, no. The, the Pebble thing was fucking stupid. It, it really was. It's cheesy and corny and dumb and unfunny as fuck, in my opinion. Katie, like, you, enjoyed, you enjoyed it, but like I'm sitting here and I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Like that was the dumbest shit. I, now I, I was disappointed, go. Max J- Maxwell Jacob Friedman, listening to like, that promo last week. I feel like now I have to go back and see at what point we talked about it because I vaguely remember 
dismissing anything that MJF said, but giving props to Ricky Starks. I was actually talking to Katie and saying, like, look, everyone knows that I'm not the biggest Ricky Starks guy. I don't really get too much hype for him, but that promo was really good for him. <laughs> oh, Hunter, you're cute. Um, you're an idiot, but you're cute. Um, yeah, no, this week, the promo that he cut is a promo he needed last week because he got roasted last week. I thought he was trash last week, and I thought Ricky Starks outshined the shit out of him. Um, this week he came back, and it was like, okay, that's the Max I was looking for. But, yeah, so I'm swallowing Max's backstage promo on Ricky Starks this week. I, I see Max on TV talking, and I skip FS4. He's the best part of AEW. No, he's not. Yes, he is. To you. To you, he might be. To a few other people, he might be. To me, he's not. I don't know what... Like, I, I get Jericho. I, I, I get that whole thing. <laughs> I get the... Uh, I just... I don't understand. Like, Wardlow being fucking Wardlow and MJF, who is one of the best talkers in wrestling right now, hands down, period. Not like... That is not a personal opinion. That is a fucking fact. Like, your general dis enjoyment of objectively good shit sometimes weirds me out. Stop it. Maybe Vince is You want to praise Dominic Mysterio? You want to praise Dominic Mysterio as the best heel on Raw, but MJF sucks and I can't watch him. Get the fuck out of here. I've never said. And I again, I've never said the word heat. MJF sucks. I've said I don't enjoy MJF. I don't care for MJF, and I just skip. Him. We did make amends, Hunter, but then you said that Ricky Stark's promo was overrated, and that's just fucking stupid. Um, Katie spit or swallow. <laughs> this has been all over the damn place. Um, I'm gonna swallow. Uh, no, I'm gonna spit. I'm gonna spit J Lethal in J E double F J A double R E double T being involved in the tag team, man. Nope. Anything in general. Fuck off, Jeff Jarrett, with your goddamn guitar and your old ass. Ain't nobody want to see it. Don't ever interrupt the acclaimed. Now we'll never know what the next line of the rap was. Cliffhangers. We're never gonna know. I know, sad face. But, like, th there are 800,000 other tag teams in AEW. And you choose Jay Lethal, who was good in the ring, that, that, that whatever. But, like, and Jeff Jarrett, who came together a month ago because they signed Jeff Jarrett and put him on TV. Uh, I'm I, with you, Katie. This I need to have some Tony. words with Tony Khan. Face to face, man to man. I need to have some words. Your this dick's bigger stupid. than Tony Khan's, so. A thousand percent it is. Like, I'm, I'm with you, Katie. That's actually my last thing I had was spitting Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal being involved in the tag team title picture with the acclaimed. It's like, they're like the least interesting tag team that you can put up against the acclaim in any kind of title picture. Like you do not need to see Jeff Jarrett in 2022 
almost 2023 wrestling, let alone wrestling for a championship. Jay Lethal, he's all right. I don't care enough about him. I don't know enough about him. He's a solid wrestler, but that's just about it. He, there, this whole faction that he has with Sanjay Dutt is dumb. It's it's whack. It's lame. It's like one of the worst things in AEW, and now it's associated with the acclaim. One of the best things in AEW, and then one of the reasons I tune in, and that's another reason I'm probably not going to tune in to AEW because the acclaim are associated with that now. So until they move on to something else, I'm not going to enjoy most uh, most of the acclaim stuff. I agree. I had Jeff Jarrett. The fact that Jeff Jarrett and Jericho were in back to back segments is my spit. Um, I listen. Jericho's on the show. You guys can cheer Mario Andretti uh, all the fuck you want. Um, and his little fucking race car running around the ring, beating Jericho, getting a contract for the Indy 5000 or whatever the fuck he was doing. Um, I don't care. Like, sure. I, I, whatever. He beat Chris Jericho. Like, it. yeah, I guess it's a big deal. It, it didn't really do shit for me. I enjoy watching Jericho lose to a jobber and them chant jobber and all that, I guess, a little bit, kind of. But I don't give a fuck about anything Chris Jericho or Jeff Jarrett does on TV. And Jeff Jarrett is bringing down the acclaimed. Uh, Jericho, the fact that the BCC and the JAS aren't even fucking done, that's still a thing, is pissing me off. Like, Then they say that there was going to come to an end. They're, they're yeah, sending... like 500 times over the last fucking year, and it's not ending. Yep. Yeah. But with Andretti winning, more than likely wrote Jericho off TV for a while because he's going on tour. So <laughs> I've also yeah. been hearing that. We keep hearing he's going on tour and never goes and He on never tour. does. He doesn't leave. He needs to. Yeah, maybe like... he should start hanging out no, with Riddle doesn't... and pop on a couple Fuzzy... fucking drug tests so we can get the fucking rid of him like we did Riddle. Oh, Tony's Ozzy is definitely touring though because I'm pretty sure I saw their tour date for Pittsburgh. I'm not going. I, like, I say, distinctly remember sure Savannah's probably got tickets, so she can fucking blow. Well, they're backstage. probably not going to go to El Paso. Whoa, whoa! I heard that. Relax. She's the self-professed Jeroho. Ooh. Mm. Not touching that one. Yeah, me either. It's going to get filled with all the white supremacy. Anyway, um. Aye. So that was your last uh, your last thing, huh, Vince? I'm gonna spit. Fuck, I just had it. I'm spitting the fact that for whatever reason, Jericho has appointed Sammy Guevara to be the mentor for Danny Garcia, and I'm just like, why the fuck did you stay with the Jagos, bro? You could have been with the BCC. Like, you've made terrible life choices in your life. And look at you. You're not even champion anymore. So I'm I'm spitting Daniel Garcia's life choices, I guess. I agree. Yeah. I'll come up some, with some more if you guys still have a, a few. I have still I've got more. I've got three. Uh, I'm spitting Jungle Boy versus Brian Cage. Because Hook ran <laughs> off Big Bill. And what the fuck? That's like um that's a thing that's happening now. The jungle don't be wrong. Jungle that. Jungle Hook is a fantastic name for like I'd be all behind that if 
Fucking W. Morrissey, Big Bill, Big Cass, seven big foot ass. tall, can't teach that. I said Big Cass, not Big Ass. Yo, I know, but like the picture. Yeah, okay, come on. Seven foot tall, can't teach that. Was it running from Hook's little Justin Bieber looking like bitch ass? It, it just, uh, <laughs> I just don't understand. Does that just mean they don't want Jungle Boy to be a singles guy? Because you're putting him now. Don't they with put Hook with Hook? like everyone? Was Hookhausen was a thing? Hookhausen was fun for, because of Dan Housen. <laughs> Dan Housen's just fun. Exactly. But like that was the only other. He was a part of Team Taz, but like didn't really do anything. He wasn't like, re- he wasn't really wrestling for them or with them. I don't Hookhausen know was like his first. That. I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know anymore. It's stupid. I was spitting that too. There's no reason that fucking Big Bill should be running from Hook. Period. Period. No one should. No one should be running from Hook, man. No one. Uh, Katie, spit or swallow. I'm swallowing House of Black. They won. They are doing as of right now they're doing things right yeah with the presentation of house of black i know malachi is the leader in my mind and in my soul julia hart is the leader because i love her boo me all the fuck you want you have terrible opinions your opinion does not matter on this this is more so for matt because matt was arguing with me yesterday and i concur with matt i understand i don't care I understand, Matt. I understand. We are in agreement that Malika is a thousand percent the leader. But in my head and in my soul, Julia Hart is. Just for the witchy vibes alone, you know I like that. So that is why. Malika is a thousand percent the leader, like, point blank, period. But Julia Hart. Exists as part of the House of Black. You are correct. And Mr. Nick Camarado with the Black Mist. Apparently, he's not blind, which, again, get your fucking Mist Lore straight, AEW. It's disrespectful like, at this point. I just need consistency. Like, if these are the need- things that in the history of wrestling the Mist does, then have them do these things. Exactly. Pay some fucking attention to how important these things are and make them do what they're supposed to do. Uh, that was actually my last thing, Katie. I'm with you. House Black wrecks the factory. Got to watch QT Marshall struggle to take off a stupid shirt and get black masked, which anytime QT Marshall gets the shit kicked out of him, I enjoy. House of Black wrecks the factory. Julia, you know, squirts in fucking Camarado's eyes with the black mist. Why are you saying that? It's a lot of misting this week. There was a lot of misting this week. A lot of a lot of squirting going on. It was a squirt-heavy week. Mommy at Burns is an apropos title, then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vince, you got anything else? <sighs> Nothing that I can actually talk about. Until next. Because it's all spoiler stuff for next week. No spoilers! Shoot. Well, I can tell... Well, it's... No! No! Nope. No, you can't. Katie, what else you got? Um, 
Swallowing Hangman's promo from Dynamite. Oh, yeah, that was good. That, I love me some cowboy shit. He ain't kind of, like, tug at the heartstrings like that. I wasn't, I don't know what I was expecting. Like, it, clearly we know he got his shit fucking rocked in the match with Mox. Like, was out, like, literally. So, the fact that they're very much leaning into that, and the fact that, like, he said he couldn't remember his son's name when they showed him a picture. Like, if that doesn't break your heart, or, like, yeah, exactly. If it doesn't do that, especially to parents, I don't even have kids. And I was, like, distraught and heartbroken over that. Like, I can't even imagine what you were fucking feeling up there. I couldn't imagine waking up and not being able to remember Vince's name. You're an idiot. <laughs> You know, not thing. like your own kid or anything. He's my son. Uh... And I'd beat you on like Ray. <laughs> I resent that statement. You can resent it all you want. I'm going to put you over my knee. Keep talking shit. Oh, you ain't going to do God. nothing. Man. I'll find you. You're going to find me as much as Katie found me that one time she was in Chicago. Jesus, are you still here? I need I need Natty. Jesus <laughs> Is out cold. Jesus well, is. I'm gonna message Jesus tomorrow and get Natty, and I'm gonna come and I'm gonna give you a spanking and the COVID. Well, I'm moving, <laughs> so spanking. So it's you better move quick. You better move within the next seventy-two hours. <laughs> I'll be uh, I'll be moved out before Max moved out. Uh, Katie, you got anything else before we close out the show? Uh, just you, just a special little swallow to Wardlow, Ward Annie, Wardog. Okay. He was on and Rampage. He, he was on Rampage, yes. Um, and Samoa Joe just like very much he was screaming Warlow like he was Wendy when he was feuding with AJ Styles. So that was just entertaining for me. And I just I just can't wait for the actual one-on-one -on -one that we're going to get between the two of them. I don't know when that'll be. But, oh no, I think uh, New Year's Smash. I think I just saw the graphics for it. Uh, so that's going to be fantastic. New Year's Smash. Yes, that is what they call their show. Vince, what was your favorite show you watched this week? Smackdown, because I was there in attendance. Not surprised. Katie. Surprised um, I'll, go, I'll go Raw. I'm going to go Smackdown as well. Maybe a little bit of recency bias. The only thing I didn't give a fuck about was the six-man tag. Everything else was pretty good. And uh, Uncle Howdy and Bray. So, there's that. Do you have any like, I, like, missed be... that because I was still at work. Like, I had to see everything on Twitter. So, like, I didn't get to, like, watch every that part live. So. You should go back and watch it if you had it, if have the episode recorded or anything. I didn't have the episode recorded. Uh, I didn't expect to be at work that long. So. I have no guesses as to who it could be, Vince, and uh, we need to close out the show. So, for oh, the Smackin' Raw podcast, SmackDown, best show of the week. Uh, Katie, please plug yourself. <clears throat> you can follow me on Twitter at KatieRassin13. Link to about to y'all things. Sheely Showcase, twitch.tv slash Sheely Showcase, typically Thursday, 6 p.m.-ish Eastern. Uh, next week's seasonal showcase. Uh, YouTube.com slash Juliet Showcase. I say watch the videos because they're way more entertaining. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, if you want to listen. Sheely Showcase is the brand and the weekly show, like I just mentioned. Inside the Mind of is an interview series I do. Matt and Vince have both been on it. It is done for the year. Next year, I don't 
know i don't have any guests lined up yet that's i'll work on that <clears throat> um and the crowd is a collab show it's gone through a lot of iterations everything's up on the channel savannah has two shows those are up on the channel star time katie kinsey Bay Bay. there's an episode out will i make another one maybe i don't know yet <laughs> we'll fucking see and i write for floor slapper sports i do a lot of stuff Ta-da. <laughs> vince porn up poppy plug yourself you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Vince. Hit the link tree in my bio. We'll take you to everything straight talk. Uh, we recently dropped an episode talking about the Chicago Bulls, and they continue to teeter down to the bottom. We're doing a holiday wish list episode that's going to be dropping on Monday. Let's go ahead and check that out. Straight talk underscore pod is the Instagram, so go ahead and follow it there. Sub, download, like, all that good stuff. Rating. Really appreciate it. And the episodes are also available at floorslappersports.com. And as always, you can follow me. I'm at M-A-T-T-R-D-D-E-R. Twitter and Instagram. And no, not Instagram. Why would you follow me on Instagram? It doesn't exist. Twitter, you guys can follow me at Getting Offed. As well, if you want to check out our horror content, we recently dropped an episode on Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We may or may not be doing an episode where we sit down and do a live watch along for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre porno as well as, uh, which will probably be Pornhub exclusive, as well as uh, an episode on uh, Christmas horror movies coming up very soon after the beginning of the year because this is the last thing that you guys will be getting from us uh, this year for either getting off or smacking it raw. We are going on a two-week hiatus. We will see you after uh, New Year's weekend. Uh, Facebook.com slash group slash smacking it raw. Link trees in my bio for everything that you need. I have no idea why I said Instagram. For Shaman of Sheleet, Miss Katie Kinsey Bay Bay, and the Pornhub Poppy, Vince Delgado. I am the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Mad Ritter, and this has been the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. See you next year, guys. <laughs>